This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host. And for those that tune in on a regular basis, you know that we like to take Small Biz Florida on the road. And that is exactly where we are today. We are on the road. We are coming to you from the Florida Economic Development Council annual conference. It's all taking place here in Orlando at the Sheraton Lake Buena Vista. Beautiful venue, uh, room absolutely jam-packed with uh, economic development professionals from all across the state of Florida. Really one of our favorite conferences to come to and participate in. A lot of great information uh, going on uh, here, exchange of information, uh, networking, all about growing the state of Florida. And of course, it all means positive things for small business owners and operators. So with that, uh, we've got with us um, uh, two excellent guests who can speak to all uh, the data that it takes uh, to engage in economic development. Uh, we have got our good friends, Alisa Scalar, who is Vice President of Marketing for GIS Planning. Uh, Alisa, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank you so much. And we've also got Jerry Starnes, who serves as Director of New Sector Development for GIS Planning. Uh, Jerry, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thank you very much. Um, you know, it is interesting. Uh, our first two guests uh, here at the FEDC conference have been technology. Uh, right organizations. So again, I think it speaks to uh, that economic development, uh, while it is still kind of boots on the ground, develop, uh, you know, new warehousing, logistics, but there is a big technology component to this economic development sector. Is that a fair statement? There is. There absolutely is. The idea is to put these tools in the hands of folks who are online and want to do their research there, get the information they need. Nice. So let's start as we always do here on Small Biz Florida. Alisa, we'll start with you. Just a little bit of your background pathway to GIS planning. Well, I my pathway was a little indirect. I was a university professor. I was at uh, McGill University in Montreal. I also taught for years at Concordia University in Montreal. Uh, my doctorate from the University of Massachusetts at Amherst. And I was looking at digital tech. I was looking at communications and cultural studies. Uh, and what I like to do is take complex things and put them into practical terms and put them online. Oh my gosh, you're my favorite professor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's how they found me. I had stuff online and they said, you know what, we need to come and take our, you know, sophisticated data tools and make them accessible to folks who want to use them. Nice. And that's how I got here. Jerry, same question. Pathway to GIS planning. I was a bit indirect as well. I, I went, I'm a mathematics major that started out at Georgia Tech many years ago, and I ended up getting my degree from Winthrop University in South Carolina. But uh, I worked a number of years in uh, global manufacturing in engineering capacity, and then I moved into healthcare for a while. 
So I've always been very focused on IT and bringing uh, technical solutions to real-world problems. So I've always been a, bit, a big fan of that. And so, uh, yeah, I found GIS planning about four years ago. I've been with them since then. And uh, now I'm product-focused and looking for uh, opportunities to help communities. Nice. All right. So big question, GIS planning. We know it's technology. We know it's data for uh, EDCs and EDOs. Uh, so talk to us about GIS planning. So I'm going to put this in terms, considering this is an SBDC podcast for small bills. Let's, let's spin it that way. I so like it. we are a uh, GIS company for non-GIS users and our, our clients are companies, uh, utilities, Florida Power and Light, uh, Miami-Dade Beacon Council, Wakula County, uh, all over. Really, we're all over. Um, and what they do is they take our available commercial sites and buildings, which is paired on the site with tens of thousands of data points, demographics, consumer spending, business sector, uh, broadband layers, transportation, incentives, anything you can imagine. And the idea is if you put them side by side, anyone can go on these websites, which are publicly available, and they can do the research that they need if they're expanding or relocating. So if you are a small business and you're thinking, I want to expand or I want to relocate, or I just want information about consumer spending data in my county or my city, you can go on these freely available data portals that the cities, counties, governments, utilities hosts, and you could do your research. And you could do it at two in the morning on a Friday because that's when you have time as a small business owner. Or Sunday afternoon, it doesn't have to necessarily be during office hours and you could get that information over there so to your point you know florida power light it's a great example florida power light has an extremely robust very valuable website for that very purpose exactly so so gis planning you are the the driver of the data behind that website that florida power and light deploys exactly so we gather data from lots of different sources public private we use uh, mz data we've got uh, data axle we've got it from all kinds of places we aggregate it together and we make it really accessible. You don't need any training. It's visual. It's easy to share. It's easy to download. And it's easy to use. Yeah. And I guess I guess this really, you know, the, the big question here, and, and as you said, we'll put it in terms of SBDC and small business owners. How important is it? Even you think of yourself as a small business owner, you're, you know, you're not at the level of these big corporations. But how important is it for a small business owner to, to really understand and leverage data when making business decisions. You know, I think it's absolutely critical. How do you know if you're paying your staff or your managers the right amount? How do you know if you are the only shoe store in this neighborhood or if it makes sense to advertise your restaurant in that neighborhood? Do you know where your suppliers are? Do you know where your competitors are? The big guys can pay for this data, but small and medium-sized businesses often cannot. Right. And so by putting these on the city, county, website, whatever it actually is, they are making this accessible 24 hours a day, seven days a week to folks who need this information in order to make decisions that they, you know, they often have to do it in the dark. And, and Jerry, now you you come from a background of mathematics, which, uh, you know, we try we try to teach young people that it really is all about math. Uh, talk to us in terms of kind of the same question. You know, how important is it for small business owners to understand that it, it is about the numbers? Yeah. Well, one thing that struck me as uh, Elisa was talking, I, I did some uh, research for one of our clients. I was working with them on some uh, 
ideas that they had for, for our deployed um, tools on their website. And uh, we went down a path where we were looking at a situation where there may be a, a small uh, company that was uh, in the apparel business. And they were looking at two, two or three different communities. And you would think just off the top of your head, that larger community with the bigger population was where most of the consumer expenditures would have been happening in the apparel industry. Right. And it was completely opposite of that. It was the smaller uh, community with lower costs for operating their business that actually jumped out as a result of looking at the data that we provide. So that, that was a real eye-opener for small business. And, and, you know, to the whole um, idea that the cities and the counties and companies like Florida Power and Light provide all this at no cost, when I think about some of the industry uh, tools that are available, these are extremely, and Alisa, you, you pointed this out, so I'm, 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 I'm just reiterating kind of what you said, but some of those reports can be really expensive, and I mean yeah. seriously expensive. $1,000 per report, just for one report uh, for an industry sector. And and all of this, a lot of municipalities and, and corporations like FPNL are providing at no cost. Exactly. That is, it, it's business intelligence data portal. You want to support business from the ground up. Small businesses are the lifeblood of any area economy. That's where jobs are happening. That's where you see these kind of downstream effects from them. They don't have necessarily the money to spend on those things. They don't have the time often right. to do that. So really making it accessible to them when they need it. Sometimes that really is two in the morning. I, right, you know, I've right. worked for a small business. I know what that's like. <laughs> I you, owned a small business. Yeah. There you go. You know, and, and the other thing we're hearing from millennium millennial startups and entrepreneurs is they often don't even know what economic development organizations are. Right. They don't necessarily have a sense of the infrastructure that's out there for them, but right. they know how to do research online. Right. They get this. So if you're putting this in their hands and it's possible for them to map the trolley stops or the parking spots or the EV charging stations, you know, you never know what a small business is going to need. Right. But you put it out there and you make it visual. You make right. it easy to share and download and use. That's giving them a leg up. There's wow. just no question about it. So your client customer is really that that uh, municipality, government, agency, uh, corporation who wants to put together a, you know, a platform that allows folks to access the data. That's exactly it. And they right. often see it as a site selection tool, uh, especially the bigger ones. They're often focused on foreign direct investment, investment attraction. You know, the big numbers are very exciting. Right, they make right. the headlines and all. But they are also very, very well aware right. that the small and medium sized businesses right. are critical and that they are also helping them at the same time. Well, I think, I think it's interesting that you say that, too, because I think here's a case where the small business owner can leverage something that may not even be designed really for them, but there it is. It's available to them to leverage and use. It really kind of levels the playing field to some extent yeah. because this data is so valuable. It's Most of it is private source, so that's not available if you didn't have the you know, wherewithal to purchase it. Right. Um, and it just really gives them a leg up. And it's something we're hearing. We have chambers of commerce who do this because they see the value for their members. Yeah. Um, we see this, you know, public-private partnerships. We have some clients who are SBDCs who really kind of recognize the value of giving this assistance across the board, whether they're relocating or just looking to make a living in the location they're currently in. How would a small business owner and operator identify where they could 
access a platform like the Florida Power and Light? Can they go to your main website and do you have a listing of where they can access it or how would they know? How would they know where to go maybe access this? So the first thing they could do is they could Google Zoom Prospector because that's often in the URL, not always, sometimes they're embedded. They can contact their local economic development organization. We do, uh, you know, supply this data to many, many organizations across Florida, Duke Energy, Florida Power and Light, you know, Florida Power and Light's covering the entire state, of course. Um, and they can also contact us. We have web chat on our GISplanning.com website. So we are always happy to direct them if they say, hey, uh, you know, I'm in Tallahassee. Can you tell me if the answer, you know, if I could find this? And the answer, by the way, is yes. Wakula County will provide it if you're in Tallahassee. <laughs> so. Uh, again, uh, enlightening to know that uh, that there is this availability of data out there for small business owners and operators. I just don't, you know, so often small business owners just don't realize what is available to them. I, I like to tell those that I work with all the time, there are multiple organizations across our region that, that can provide assistance. Exactly. SCORE, Women's Business Centers, yes. SBDC, there's just all kinds of resources. And it is sometimes they just don't know. They don't realize that this is out there. They really don't. And part of what we really try and convince our clients to do, we work with our clients to help them tell this story to their community. Because this shouldn't be the Porsche hidden in the garage, right? right. Like this, this should not be a secret. <laughs> right. You want to get it out there. And one of the other tools that we launched during the pandemic is a virtual tour building software called Zoom Tour that can integrate the data. You do not have to have that other data if you don't want it. But it's another way of telling this story. And this is one of the things that, you know, Jerry's expertise has really been um, used for this. So if a community wants to promote their downtown business district or the restaurants and pubs of their town and bars, they could create very quickly with no graphic design training, these very compelling interactive multimedia tours and share them to get the word out. Like, uh, like a, a craft brew uh, tour. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Exactly. That would be big. That <laughs> right. would be big. I 10 years ago, we never heard of craft breweries. Right. So now they are right. huge, right? right? So those are the kinds of things we have communities and, and Jerry knows more than I do, but using them to tell, promote local businesses for film and video attraction to the area. You know, you've got a business, there's times when it's not open, but if a film production company wants to rent it to shoot a scene, well, that's great extra revenue for the business owner. And so communities can work with their local EDOs to help produce these tours. And, and you, make, you, you make me think of uh, one closer to your home in Canada. Uh, we had a we had one of our early clients that signed on to this Zoom tour product that she's talking about that actually received Canadian awards for their design and effort because what they did during the pandemic recovery was they advertised or, or created a tour about those uh, small restaurants and cafes that had opened the outdoor seating because of the limitations. Right, yeah. And it, it was just wonderful. I, wow. Basically, if you can map it, you can create a tour about it. And they've done an excellent job of I'm thinking tour of barbecue places. Oh, my God, Absolutely. that would be amazing. We definitely need to do that. The sky's the limit. All right, all right. Off, off the air, we're going to talk about a barbecue tour. Because yes. <laughs> I, I want to go on the tour. Oh. If only we could add a <laughs> smell right. component, that would really. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Uh, we'll get with your coders. I'm sure there's, listen, with AI today, AI, exactly. sure. Piece of cake. Um, listen, incredible information, uh, incredible tool. Um, and again, I just want to stress, um, as Elisa said, this is 
these tools are available to small business owners day in, day out, 24 seven at no cost. Exactly. At no cost to the end user. So right. the communities subscribe sure, to the service, sure. but you're right. But no They're put there for the business owners, the investors, the entrepreneurs, so they can use them without having any cost. And this is the kind of information that small business owners can really leverage to make better business decisions. Yep. Fair. Absolutely. That's exactly what it's there for. I like it. Alisa Schuyler, Vice President of Marketing for GIS Planning and Jerry Starnes, Director of New Sector Development. Incredible technology. Uh, thank you for taking time out to, uh, to share this information with us. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Uh, this is Small Biz Florida. Uh, I am Tom Kindred, your host, and we are coming to you from the annual Florida Economic Development Council's annual conference here in Orlando, Florida. Uh, we are just getting started here. Uh, all kinds of things going on. It's going to be uh, a couple of days full of um, information that can be used by small business owners and operators all across our state. So stay tuned. More to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.